on HBCU, your daily podcast covering HBCU sports. Now, fantasy football questions you need to answer before your draft. Don't miss the Locked On Fantasy Live on Wednesdays on Locked On NFL YouTube. Make sure you join in 9 p.m. Eastern, Wednesdays, Locked On Fantasy Live, Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe. You don't want to miss it. We'll give you all the information you need. I promise. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On HBCU Podcast, the only daily podcast covering HBCU sports, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Reggie Flood. You can find me on Twitter at rflood28, host of the longest running sports show in Louisiana, the Jaguar Journal, host of the daily radio show, The Sports Report on WBOK in New Orleans, and a proud HBCU alumni. On today's show, it's zero to the fifth. And I had to reach out to my guy from marchingsport.com, Gerard Howard. Gerard, welcome to Locked On hey, HBCU Podcast. Hey, man, what's going on? Uh, chilling, man. Chilling, chilling. How's it going? How are you, uh, We are great, great. Look, Gerard, I had to ask you, man, before we get into it, marching sport. You are uh-huh. the guy who really kicked off the the video and the podcast and all of the the viral things with the band with marching sport and so i had to come to you and, and start at the beginning how did you decide that this was something that you wanted to do you were t- t- give us some of the history on the marching sport man oh man so you know you know the kind of you know, let's see the history on it all right um you know, I, 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 I'm going to give you the whole backstory on it. So, I um, marched at Jackson State uh, fall 1995. I marched in the band. Um, you know, during that year, it was a fantastic year. We had a lot of great battles. Uh, and at the end of the year, I went there on a band scholarship. And uh, the long story short of it was that, I, was that I was able to go ahead and get a research fellowship my next year. Uh, basically, a scholarship that uh, a research scholarship that paid for uh, tuition, out of state fees, from the board, uh, books, everything, basically, uh, directly after my freshman year. And what I ended up doing uh, when I got the scholarship was that I wrote a letter to the band directors thanking them for the opportunity to come to uh, you know Jackson State, the opportunity to play. And I asked him, could I, uh, you know, I, I told him I just started building one pages. So, you know, again, this is the mid-90s, and, you know, the internet was kind of really, it was really, the World Wide Web, as we know it, was kind of really more or less, and it, it really in its infancy, if you will. You know, it was maybe a year too old, if you will. Maybe even a little bit less, less than that. Because folks were, I came in in 95, and let's say 94 people were using, you know, maybe using Mosaic still as a web browser. Mosaic and possibly Netscape 1.0 might have been 94 so one of those lines. Yeah. So, um, as it turned turned out, uh, Dr. Mandel, the uh, head band director, was a, was a techie. So, you know, he was, you know, all for the idea. So, I ended up working with the band in 1996, you know, tr- you know, in 1996, I ended up uh, working with the band uh, traveling to take pictures on the band's website, <laughs> you know, if that, if that concept sounds familiar. So basically, going from, you know, game to game and whatnot, 
and uh, you know, you know, taking pictures and whatnot of, of the band as well as the other bands that were performing. And uh, I was, you know, I did all that the entire year to go ahead and actually, you know, put it on the band's website the, the following year. One of the things that I observed um, while I was doing that was is that you know I would see people on the sideline, you know, filming the bands. Oh, excuse me, I'd see people on the sideline, you know, doing photography of the bands. Because back during this, you know, on the film for the most part back during that time, they were definitely, you know, they were photographers. So during that time, most of the folks were, uh, you know, from, you know, ESPN or some local news channel or BET or just kind of some, uh, you know, independent People who weren't really invested necessarily in the culture of HBCs or the culture of the bands. Right. You know, yeah. early on, I saw that, you know, basically there was nobody that nobody down there shooting, shooting the game from the band's perspective. So I kind of really saw that that was a, it was, that was empty. That was really, you know, you had people down there who would shoot the band at halftime and all that stuff. But I'm talking about band heads who would just straight up covering the game you know, covering every little thing that happened, you know, during Strict, the game. Strictly for the bands. <laughs> right. You know, I, I noticed that that wasn't happening. So that was kind of one of the, that was kind of one of the observation points back during that time. When I, uh, when I created, when I, when I, you know, you know, created the band's website, Jackson State's website, you know, I had a photo gallery on the site. And uh, inside the photo gallery was, you know, basically all the pictures that I've take, taken uh, during that, you know, during that season, you know. So it wasn't just Jackson State stuff. It was, you know, Jackson State family or completely, you know, the state of the battle of bands or whatever. It was all that. Because, you know, basically, you know, to me at the time, at the time, as far as I knew, there was nothing on the Internet where you could go and see pictures of various bands. And it was also a time where if you were a high school student, you didn't really know what anybody, depending on where you live, you didn't really know what anybody. I was growing up, you know, in New Orleans, you know, we heard that, uh, we heard that Florida and them basically had, uh, you know, like we heard families had 400 people. So basically, in your mind, you know, 400 people translates to 400 people in New Orleans terms, which basically <laughs> doesn't need to happen. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of like... A, yeah. Hey, yeah you come from a culture of a brass band where it could be yeah, three to like, five people and, and you're getting that same sound. That, yeah, <laughs> that's a, it's like that's 400, 400, people. Yeah, 400 people in New Orleans terms is almost like an abomination. Like, it, you know, everybody knew that that never needs to happen. You know, like it's it becomes way, way overkill. But the point that I'm getting at is, is that depending on where you were from, people never saw it, saw it you know. So, you know, uh, needless to say, when Dr. Medell saw the images of other bands, he wanted me to take them down, you know. So I tried to argue for it and all that stuff. He was like, nah, I'll take them down. It's our site. So that was kind of one of those, yeah, okay, cool, you know. Yeah. So the other thing that ended up happening was is that we had a... Uh, guest book on the site also with a guest book on there and so guest books were the end thing at the time and um basically you know the idea behind them was uh you know more or less you go in there and you might you know it might be alumni that, that comes on and uh you know maybe alumni would not that comes on and say uh hey look uh 
take a look at the, uh, you know, we enjoyed the band, you know, this weekend, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, needless to say, it sort of ended up being other, uh, other schools that came on who were actually, uh, like, you know, posting messages on the guest group, which ended up becoming, becoming, becoming a problem. Okay. Okay. Now, you know, uh, you, you talk about that, but I, I want to get into, I think you did make it describing your, your start kind of gets into the culture. Oh, of the yeah. Band. yeah. The, the culture, what the band culture means to HBCUs. Cause a lot of people outside of HBCUs don't get how important that the culture is of the bands. Talk about that because I think that's what led, that's what leads you into creating this website and the pictures and eventually what becomes marching sport. Right. You know, essentially, the, 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 I guess the other piece of that is, is that there was an obvious need, there was an obvious need, if you will, for people to have a place to go on and discuss, uh, to basically talk about black college bands. And, you know, at the time, you know, there was a need basically for people to get on, the, you know, get on the internet and, and discuss, discuss band culture. So between creating a site, you know, at the time, during that same time too, you know, uh, uh, Christy Walker was, you know, doing the ranks, you know, she also kind of, uh, a lot of all that stuff kind of happened right during the same time between the ranks, fifth quarter, marching sport, blackhoutersbands.com. A lot of that stuff kind of pretty much happened, uh, right, right during the same time. Okay. Now, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info and all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all the UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and context information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book. Promo code locked on. We're here with Gerard Howard from marchingsport.com. Gerard, you know, like I said, we, we want to get into the culture of this, get into the, the real meat of it, the competition. Hence the name marching sport. Yeah. <laughs> you know, talk about that. Talk about the competitive nature of the bands and how how that has been formed into something that has really been a a, a a spot on the internet where hundreds of thousands of people are viewing these videos and, and following these bands around the country. It's kinda, you know, uh kind of hard to kind of really know where to, where to start start with that. You know, uh, just kind of, just due to the fact that I guess black college bands have always been, have always been, you know, highly competitive. Um, and just like you mentioned, you know, see, the, the thing with, with marching sport, the name marching sport, marching sport, the name itself for me has its origins in, you know, the streets of New Orleans. Uh, when I came up with the name originally, I was, you know, obviously it, it was, it was what black college bands did on the whole, but it was also my trying to describe 
what I experienced growing up from the standpoint that, you know, I, I cannot describe it, you know, highly competitive from the standpoint that it, it was, it was a sport from this, it was a, growing up in New Orleans and sitting back and look at the, looking at the band culture in general, in the band, obviously that culture is a reflection of, of um, you know, HBC band culture as a whole. The, how can I describe it here? It's almost like we, uh, it was on the, on the same kind of level whereas what we did almost had nothing to do with the crowd who was, who was there, if that makes any sense. We were almost in our own. Uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's almost really to be honest with you, Matt. It's almost kind of hard to even really describe it. It's like you guys uh, were in a competition amongst yourselves. You were performing for each other, to, as right, opposed to the, basically. Yeah, because basically, you know, we didn't really care about the crowd or whether or not the crowd. You know, for us, it was about meeting the other band you know, meeting the other band wherever we might see them, so whether it was a game, whether it was at a parade site, or, you know, growing up in New Orleans, also it was at a convention, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, that, and that's kind of like another piece that's kind of a little bit different. Say, for instance, you know, we'd be sitting there, you know, uh, the band run the band around the times and it says, hey, look, we got a gig at a, uh, you know, we got a gig at the convention center next Thursday. You know, we, you know, how many people can maybe get it? Yeah. We get to the gig, it'll be another band that's there. You see what I'm saying? It might be two other bands that's there. And needless to say, we'll get into it. The, the best comparison I can kind of really give you with that would be uh, Honda, the Honda Barrel of Bands. So at uh, the first Honda, uh, Morris Brown versus Tennessee State. That was kind of, from a New Orleans, you know, in New Orleans, that was kind of a weekly thing. <laughs> you know, yeah, the bad competitions in the streets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th I think... And, and, and people... I got you. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just about to say, I think people in, in today's times who are modern band heads, you would think of more of the Southern and Talladega meeting in the streets of New Orleans playing and just, just standing in the middle of the streets playing in, in that battle. Oh, that's, yeah, but all that stuff, that's new school, man. <laughs> that's new school like when I tell you that's new school I mean you know people have been battling on corners in New Orleans probably since you know I'm saying probably since the 70s yes uh, I'm sure there might be some cats in the 60s who can come on and say something else but that's it's just kind of been a part of like you know looking back at that it's almost been it's been amazing these past couple of years to see college bands coming down and performing on the corners of New Orleans going at it. Because basically they're doing they're doing publicly what again like we've been doing in New Orleans for decades. Yes. But talk about talk about like uh, in the deep south, which we we basically focus on the deep south band culture. But there is mm -hmm. a southeastern band culture, CIAA, MEAC, uh for you know, just name it athletic conferences that the schools are in. Talk about those cultures and the difference between the Deep South culture of the SWAC uh, bands as opposed to like the MEAC, CIAA, those bands. Well, the difference of it is, is that, you know, the SWAC is a whole lot more aggressive. And what happens is, is that you have, 
and those other conferences, you know, the MEAC, CIAA, well, you know, and I guess, again, things have changed. The same things have changed these days, even they're changing. So let's say that, uh, let's kind of take it back to maybe like the 90s, 2000s, et cetera, et cetera, you know. So those conferences, you know, traditionally have been, they've been more, uh, Certainly, they're competitive, but they don't have, uh, they haven't, I would kind of say, you know, they haven't really just kind of had the aggressive competitiveness. It hasn't been like the same type of aggression in the stands. And it's a different mindset, I guess, if you will. The difference, I guess, is kind of, is the mindset of what's happening when songs are being played. So let's say, for instance, you take the swag, our, um, you take the swag, right? And, you know, let's just say you take, take Southern, right? You take Southern University. Again, we're talking about, you know, really, actually, early, take Southern University, right? So, when those songs are played, you know, the intention behind the songs are, it's an aggressive intent, aggression, you know, this aggressive, you're going to blow the other band out, you know, it's kind of a the sole intent, I guess, if you will, is to how can I put it? It's you know, and I'm saying southern, but I guess I'm also kind of going going back and kind of you know saying New Orleans too. You know, it's a right now we 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 are. It's almost equivalent to a, a football play, I guess, if you will, going out and just making a hard tackle. Is I guess the best way that I can really kind of describe having a band come at you with that type of sound and intensity and aggression. It's kind of, that would kind of really be about the, you know, the way to kind of really translate that, right? Okay. So, and that's kind of always been the mindset. It's always been that type of aggression. It hasn't, you know, in, in addition to being, you know, competitive on the field, it's also been that, you know, we want to basically take these people out, you know? Yeah. You know, and within the MEAC, CIAASIAC, you know, they're, you know, obviously, you know, their sound has, you know, I guess their focus, it seems, has kind of really just been more on showmanship, which obviously is a, you know, is a strong, is a strong component of the, you know, strong component of the marching band. They have traditionally not had that uh, extra piece, I guess, if you will. And yeah. obviously there's been, I tell you what, Gerard, hold that thought. For Mm -hmm. those people who have that extra piece that they're trying to get rid of, I have a healthy snack for them. And we're going to celebrate the freedom of choice. Do you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everybody. When you talk about the Built Bar, they're definitely passionate about their flavors. The Built Bar fans are. I tell you what, if you haven't had the Built Bar flavors, you should try it. I have a favorite flavor, but you can also try it. Try it some of the other flavors coconut cherry barcia raspberry mint brownie my favorite is double chocolate but i've been trying a new one i'm on to the strawberry now so i love the double chocolate but strawberry is moving up the ladder very quickly and it's very good if you haven't tried all the flavors you can get a mixed box it's two of each nine flavors in the box so you get enough to try each flavor and share them with a friend not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the micros on this. 
17 to 18 grams of protein. We need that protein. That's important to the body. Calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar, and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing taste. All the flavors, all healthy, and you can order whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That's a great thing. They, you know, they doing, they're doing well. Go to Built Bar and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Gerard, let's get into it, man. We have to try out the Built Bars, man. I might have to hook you up with those, brother. You know, might have to hook you up. But, you know, it, we, we were talking about the bands and you were, you were about to get into the... the uh, the bands who are from maybe the southeast or the eastern seaboard and their difference and you were saying talking about the showmanship continue what you were talking about give, give us a little bit more insight on that yeah, i mean you know and i guess the easy examples of that would be friday and the Boone cookman you know both of those bands uh you know exude you know musical excellence and showmanship you know um, i think a lot of their focus a lot of times is you know putting on you know outstanding and entertaining, entertaining halftime shows. Uh, and the stands, I know that Florida and them for sure, you know, you know, definitely um, make sure that they, you know, like you said, Florida and even Florida and them is a great band, uh, you know, especially, you know, back during the uh, Foster years, and the, the white years for sure. You know, you see them, Florida, Moby, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I would, you know, I, I see that, but still, you know, it's kind of a, a different mindset, I guess, if you would. Whereas, you know, Florida A&M's thing was, you know, you know, musical excellence in the stands is not that, from a swag standpoint, you know, musical excellence is not a thing, but it's still a different mindset. It's a different, um, it's a yeah, different thing. <laughs> it's a different thing that's happening. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah. there's a different there's a different game that's happening all together. You know, there's a different game that's being played all together. Yeah, if that you know, I guess that's probably the best way that you know, the best way that you know, best way to say that. In, in other words, the competition that's going on for in some venues between some bands is not just on the field playing it and performing on the field. It goes into the stands and and in some venues. It's a little bit more. Some bands it may be a little bit more important to blow in the stands than it is to other other bands. Yeah, you know, people don't like to, you know, you know, people, you know, always want to see that, uh, you know, halftime, you know, halftime shows uh, should be equally as important. But I think that over the years, uh, you know, stand performances, you know. Well. Stand performance tends to win, win battles and carry the legend. I guess if you people don't, people don't want to see that. But nah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Now I gotta ask you, man, to get into the hard questions. Give me your uh, top five bands, man. Top five dead or alive. Give me your band. <laughs> All right, so um, you know, you know, in no particular order. You know, I guess it's kind of hard to hard to kind of give a top five, but in no particular order. Um, let's say uh, Jackson State Southern, you know, Florida and then Bethune Cookman, uh, North Carolina A&T. You know, most of those, you know, bands that I named, and I would really go into Norfolk up there. 
for most of those schools that I named are, I would say, probably my favorites uh, halftime-wise. You know, I guess a combination of favorite stand-wise, a combination of favorites uh, halftime-wise. I would definitely go uh, Norfolk State and a mix on that. Matter of fact, uh, as a matter of fact, I would kind of go as far as to say, you know, I would go on a record as saying one of the greatest halftime shows, two of the, one of the greatest halftime shows for sure that I've seen, ever seen was Monkeys from Norfolk Street. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, and, that's you not know, a band that normally comes up uh, when, when you talk to the general public about band experiences. Uh, Norfolk is not a band that usually comes up. Yeah, uh, you know. I tell you. Well, you know, ironically, it was actually my first time I've seen Norfolk, too. And again, you know, by the time I had seen this, I had been, you know, I would say that I had, I had seen, you know, hundreds of halftime shows if you will, you know, by you know, by that time. And uh, this was Norfolk State at the Honda Battle of the Bands back in two thousand seven. And man, when I tell you, you know, when I tell you, man, you were they were firing on all on all cylinders. Norfolk State on that day, I think they went about maybe number four to five of women not within the lineup. And uh, they shut that show down in four minutes. <laughs> now you name those bands what separates the, I mean there, there are a bunch of bands hundreds of bands out there what separates that group of bands and makes them the elite as opposed to bands who are just good uh, you know and, that, and that's kind of a, a tough question because a lot of the, you know, you know that, that's definitely you know not any you know shade to the bands that weren't mentioned because everybody puts you know, everybody really puts in the same amount of effort. I think at some point it just kind of comes down to don't get me wrong, there, there are bands that are let's say, you know, they're probably about uh, maybe 15 to 20 top bands. <laughs> you, know, you know. Now you know I'm not I, taking it. I know you're trying to be well, political. No, 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 what, what, I'm getting at, I, yeah, what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is that you, know, you do have other great bands, you know, uh, Prairie View, Grambling, you see what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you, you get into a lot of other bands too. You don't want to, you know, Miles College, you know. When you get into the larger programs, I want to say larger programs, it basically just kind of comes down to, you know, tradition and execution, I would say. Tradition and execution, you know, whether or not you are. I wouldn't say tradition and execution, man. Whether or not style, tradition, execution. It's hard to, I guess it's hard to kind of, I say it's hard, hard, hard to put into words, man. I, I I get it, but you know I, I wanted to talk uh, just a, got a few minutes left, a few a little while left. The bands you you named, those bands have a certain mystique, a certain reputation, and because no matter who I talk to about bands, those same bands always come up. The ones you name, who? What is the band you you talked about Norfolk State? But what is that band that people may not know as well? They may not have the name brand. But is a band that if that you would recommend if you want to watch an HBCU band, and you want to find out what the culture is about, you should check this band out. Yeah, it's funny, man. I have all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, like really, 
and that, and, that, and, that, and that's not being politically correct, you know, you know, but I would say that Norfolk is probably is probably they're you know they're my you know one to watch, you know. Okay. Coming up, matter of fact, uh, coming up into this uh, national battle out of the bands in a couple of weeks, um, you know, I've kind of said that basically Norfolk State is like the Trojan horse of the lineup because it has. You know, that lineup basically has, you know, it has Southern Jackson State, Bethune, Cookman, North Carolina, ENT, Texas Southern, uh, Tennessee State. You know, I've got to call it Tennessee State on it, you know, you know. But, you know, it has all those top bands, you know, but the lesser known one is Norfolk. And uh, like I said, man, I've seen um put out hot, you know, like I said, man, that other than 2007 shows, hot five. Yes. So, I can so, tell you that for sure, because, you know, like, when other people, the difference is this, when other people, when they watch the footage, the footage they watch is coming from the stands. Yes. I was on the field when it was at. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I can tell you even more so that it was, uh, you know, they're definitely kind of a slip on, but, if you sleep on them in the right situation, you know, like you, you basically, you don't want them coming in your stadium if you haven't practiced that. Week. <laughs> the, the Spartan Legion band, Gerard. Before we get out, tell people where they can find your information, where, where they can find MarchingSportSport.com, and I will obviously the website, but the YouTube. Yeah, you can uh, check us out. Uh, check us out online at MarchingSport.com. You can check us out uh, on YouTube if you just simply. Uh, if you uh, go ahead and do a search for Marcus, we'll come up. All right. Gerard Howard, thank you for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. Betting on the league, team, or sport doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team, favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, we're here every day talking HBC, sports, culture, and more. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for the best exclusive and real coverage of HBCU sports here on the Locked On HBCU.